You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to episode number two for Thursday, December the 9th of Locked On Cardinals. I am Lucas Smith of Locked On Cardinals Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today and every day that you tune in. This is the second episode, as I mentioned, that I'm releasing today. The first one came out a little bit earlier this morning talking about the Hall of Fame, who I would vote for on the ballot, things of that nature. So if you haven't listened to that, listen to this one or watch this one and then come back for some more Locked On Cardinals content by watching the previous episode wherever you're listening or watching from. Hope you're having a fine Thursday or whenever you're watching this. Hope you're having a fine day, whatever it is. We're doing a little something different today. We're going to talk about some Major League Baseball ballparks that I've been to. Not going to talk about all of them today, but we're going to talk about the National League Central. we got some pretty good ballparks in the National League Central. Um, and we're doing a little bit of a mini-series here, reviewing the Major League Baseball ball, ballparks that I've been to, what I've liked, what I haven't liked. And, of course, we're going to start with good old Bush stadium. Um, But before we we do that, I I want you to take the next four seconds, 10 seconds to see if you can guess how many stadiums I've been to. Okay. Just think to yourself, how many stadiums is is Lucas Smith, 21 years old. How many stadiums do you think I've been to? Got your guess? Got it locked in? The correct answer? 13. All five National League Central, that's Bush, Wrigley, PNC, Great American Ballpark, and Miller Park, as well as Minute Maid, Guaranteed Rate, Progressive Field, Target Field, Kauffman Stadium, Rogers Center, Tropicana Field, and Nationals Park. So I've been to the ballparks of the Cardinals, Cubs, Pirates, Reds, Brewers, Astros, White Sox, Indians, or Guardians now, excuse me, uh, Twins, Royals, uh, Rogers Center, (laughs) Blue Jays, uh, Rays, and the Washington Nationals. Been to my fair share of stadiums already. My goal is to make it to all 30. How many major league ballparks have you been to? Let me know in the comment section. Reply to a tweet, DM. How many ballparks have you been to and which one's your favorite? We're going to start with my favorite and a little bit bias, maybe. But we're going to start with it nonetheless. We're going to start with Bush Stadium. Bush Stadium 3, it's a third installment of Bush Stadium. Originally opened its doors in 2006. It's inaugural season when the Cardinals won the World Series in that year. Um, that was the year the Adam Wainwright curveball. That did not happen at Bush Stadium. However, Bush Stadium has seen its fair share of memories. Uh, my first ever Cardinal game was in 2010. The Cardinals played the Milwaukee Brewers. Adam Wainwright started that game. Adam Albert Pujols had a double in that game. Skip Schumacher did as well. However, the Brewers did win that game. I believe Ben Sheets started that game. Uh, I've got the scorecards back home, home in Bloomington. I'm still on campus right now, uh, but to bust those out in a little bit. But I do remember Adam Wainwright getting the start. Uh, ben Sheets for the Brewers and Adam Wainwright tried to flip a ball with his glove, throwing home instead of picking up and throwing it. And that ended up being the difference maker. But Bush Stadium, to me, there's no bad seat in Bush. Every single time I've sat in the bleachers, I've sat in the, the, the nosebleeds, I've sat down low, third base, first base, left field, right field, uh, above home plate, First baseline, third baseline, I've sat pretty much in any section you can sit in for the most part. Uh, and there, there, there's no bad seat in Bush. Uh, so it's, it, it's, it's kind of hard for me to really 
bad, not bad mouth, but even say too many negative things about Bush Stadium because of how I, I just think it's a wonderful stadium. Um, it, it, and especially with the addition of Ballpark Village right behind it, it's a great area now. Not, not only is it a good stadium with a good view of the arch in the background, fair stadium, you know, maybe a little bit pitcher friendly, if you will, but a pretty fair stadium. Now you've got the area for the fans to enjoy the Ballpark Village. A little expensive, maybe, but it's it's a great experience. I, I enjoy going there every time I go to a Cardinals game. And even I've gone there multiple times, not for a Cardinal game, just to go to Ballpark Village to have a meal, to, to have a night out with, with people. So it's a great spot. I think that the Ballpark Village has been a very good addition to the village of the ballpark, if you will. Um, it, it's no Wrigleyville, I'll say that, but Ballpark Village is very, very nice. And I just think Bush Stadium... You know, for the, for the longest time, I held the the opinion of Bush Stadium at night being the the best ballpark in all of baseball, and um, I I still think that it, that it's up there. It's 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 a beautiful stadium to me. I love the brick on the outside, and again, once you get inside, you've got the arch in the background. It's pretty easy to maneuver around. I I, I love Bush Stadium. Uh, I I never went to the old Bush Stadium, Bush Stadium Two, with the uh, the, the not, not the dome, but you got the AstroTurf and you got the the archers around it, if you will. So I, I will say that I will admit that I never never was able to experience that. However, Bush Stadium Three, current Bush Stadium, has been pretty fantastic to me. Uh, it's it's my favorite stadium. Am I biased? Maybe you can call me biased if you like, but I love Bush Stadium. Um, Bush Stadium to me is, is is the best stadium around and. I think we're pretty blessed, to be honest with you, um, in National League Central, because there's really not a a terrible ballpark in the National League Central. There are some better than others for sure, but I think that the National League Central is full of great ballparks, and you can't talk about the National League Central ballparks without talking about Wrigley Field. And yes, I know the the Cubs play there and things of that nature, but Wrigley Field, oldest ballpark in the National League, second oldest in all of Major League Baseball. It, it, it's hard to ignore the history behind Wrigley Field. And yes, you know, the, the Cubs lost for 108 years, didn't win a World Series for 108 years. I understand that. But just that the history behind the field in general is is too hard to ignore, in my opinion. Um, it, it, it is breathtaking. And I'm a big history guy. I like history. I like statistical history. Um, I like U.S. history. I, I like looking at history, and I like looking at the past um, and I think that Wrigley Field provides a lot of a lot of things to look at. Looking at the past, looking at the evolution of, of the bleachers, the the evolution of of the the ivy, the evolution of the rooftops, and again, Wrigleyville itself is a really really neat area. You got all the bars downtown, not downtown. You got all the bars there. You've got the multiple Cubs shops. There's a hotel there now. Wrigleyville in itself has expanded a lot as well. And there was a time, a long time, that I had been to more Cubs games than I had been to Cardinal games because of family living near Chicago, taking me to Cubs games along with my twin brother, who is a Cub fan, by the way. Um, so I, I, it, I've been to Wrigley Field many, many times. Uh, I, I w- witnessed Cole Hamill's no-hitter there in 2015, saw John Lester strike out 14 Rockies in 2017, seen my fair share of baseball there. I was even there for the Cardinals' 17th consecutive win, um, or, I'm sorry, 13th consecutive win to, to um, tie the record. It might have been 14. I forget which one. It skipped me at the moment, but I was there. It was a pop-out to Nolan Arenado, second game of a doubleheader. Went there with my brother and our um, girlfriends as well. 
so I've seen some history there. History has happened there, and I've seen it. Uh, I was also there when uh, Wilson Contreras hit three home runs, as well as Paul Goldschmidt had three home runs one day for Arizona. Plenty of history. I think Wrigley Field, even just for its history, provides a lot, a lot, a lot of nostalgia. And I think for, for most baseball fans who, who enjoy that part of the game would enjoy Wrigley Field. Maybe you hate Wrigley Field because the Cubs play there. Maybe. Um, but I enjoy Wrigley Field because of the history that that is there. Um, so for me, Wrigley Field is a very positive field. Uh, so those are the two two rivals in the National League Central, right? Cubs and Cardinals. Uh, personally, this is 100% bias, and I acknowledge that. Growing up a Cardinal fan, I would go to Bush Stadium more than I would Wrigley Field. Um, there's not a bad seat in Bush. You could you could get stuck behind a pole if you're sitting at Wrigley Field, uh, but nevertheless, both great great stadiums um, that have a lot of history to them. Cubs maybe a little bit more. But we'll take our first break. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk about the rest in the National League Central. And again, I've been to all these parks, so it's not just me reading up on them. I've been to all these, so I'll share some memories from Morrison Bush Stadium as well as the other stadiums that I've been to coming up in just a moment. But first. We all want to win some money, and I have a way for you to do that, and it is called Bet Online. They have you covered all season for props, odds, and lines. They have more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Football season is ramping up for the playoffs and the NFL and at the collegiate level. Bet Online has you covered there 100%. Bet Online is your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head over to the new updated desktop or mobile website today to sign up and receive a 50% welcome bonus with the promo code LOCKED ON. L O C K E D O N, LOCKED ON, gets you a 50% welcome bonus. Whether it's basketball, football, boxing, UFC, or your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the incredible offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online is where the game starts. I recently received some st- stance items and how colorful and comfortable everything at stance is. This apparel is very well made, super soft, and entirely unique. It's a lot of fun to wear, and you're, when I'm looking forward to purchasing some more for my friends as well, maybe for some Christmas gifts. Stance gives me a sense of confidence simply by feeling good. Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical invention of socks, underwear, and active apparel. With a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity, Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborations for the ultimate in style and self-expression, because everything you wear should be a direct extension of how you feel. They have some collaborations that you might enjoy, like Batman, The Goonies, Star Wars, The Office, Harry Potter, Disney, and more. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in. That those who feel good, do good. So go see for yourself. Don't just take my word for it. Register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase with the promo code Locked On at checkout. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Locked On at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. Some of my favorite memories at Bush Stadium. Uh, I mentioned the first game already. I saw Colton Wong hit a walk-off against the Pittsburgh Pirates the day after Matt Adams did, so it was back-to-back. I was sitting down the first baseline for that. Um, I remember I went there one time with my cousin when they played the Rockies, and my cousin got a baseball from Ian Desmond. That was super nice. Uh, I I got Michael Walker's autograph on a baseball back home as well at Bush Stadium. Bush Stadium holds a very near and dear place to my heart. Um, Also, 
I also got to see Albert Pujols return his first game back. Did not hit a home run in that game. Uh, did hit a home run the day after on the Saturday game against Dakota Hudson. Uh, but I got to see Albert Pujols' triumphant return to Bush Stadium. Uh, it, it's been every, every time I go, I feel like I make make another memory. Um, it's a, uh, it's a very special place. I love going there. I, I always joke around with with friends and family that if I could go anywhere in the world, it would be Bush Stadium. Uh, I just love watching baseball. Uh, at this, this point, especially, I love watching Cardinal baseball, and I love Bush Stadium. So why would I go anywhere else? So if you've been to Bush Stadium, what are some of your favorite memories? Let me know in the comment section on YouTube or reply to a tweet at LO underscore Cardinals, comment on an Instagram post, uh, DM at LO underscore Cardinals, or DM at LJ Fastball. What are some of your favorite memories at Bush Stadium? Um, but I'm going to move on a little bit to the other National League Central ballparks, uh, starting with the Cincinnati Reds Great American Ballpark, that shoebox of a ballpark. I went there with the grand- grandparents one year with along with my brother. So I've only been there once. It was an enjoyable enjoyable. I think the Great American Ballpark is you know, I mentioned shoebox not as an insult, but simply that it is very small. It's a very hitter friendly ballpark. The ball can just absolutely fly out of that place. You saw that in a home run derby as well. But the Cardinals have had their fair share of positive games there. You had the, the 10-run inning there a number of years ago with Jose Martinez. You've got, um, I remember there was a Matt Holiday Grand Slam one night on Sunday Night Baseball. Um, you've just got so many positive members. Opening day, um, this most recent year with, with Dylan Carlson ending a three-run home run. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt and Arnado having days as well there. Uh, it, it's a fine ballpark. I, I don't have too many bad things to say about many ballparks because at the end of the day, they are are all Major League Baseball professional stadiums. Uh, I think Great American Ballpark is a nice spot. Jeff Carr, Locked on Reds, will tell you to go eat. Uh, I forget what the, the food there is. Tried something, churro something. I, I forget what it is. Um, I'm not too adventurous when it comes to food, but I did enjoy my experience at Great American Ballpark. I saw the Reds play the Braves. Got to see Freddie Freeman play in that game, and I, and I enjoyed it. It was, like I said, a little bit smaller, um, but, but you know they've also got the grass. Um, out there in center field beyond the wall, just like Bush Stadium 3 does. I think that that's a nice touch for, for the batter's eye as well. And like I said, you're going to see some absolute bombs out there um, hit in Cincinnati because it's it, it's a smaller park. It just is what it is. It's very difficult to pitch effectively there. You're also going to, when I think of Great, Great American Ballpark, I think, think of the brawl that happened at Cincinnati between the Cardinals and Reds back in 2000 and. 10 with uh, Yadier Molina, Brandon Phillips, Scott Rowland getting involved in there as well. Chris Carpenter was also pretty heated in that. Uh, for, for whatever reason, I tend to have a little bit more distaste right now towards the Reds than I do the Cubs. Maybe that's because I grew up with Cub fans in my family, and you know it's more of a fun rivalry more so than a heated rivalry from my perspective. Um, so I, a little bit more distaste towards the, the Reds, as I mentioned, but Great American Ballpark is a fine ballpark. I have no real problems with it. It was a great experience. And then for the Pittsburgh Pirates, I think the Pittsburgh Pirates PNC Park is a gorgeous stadium. Uh, right on the, the Allegheny River. It's right across from the, where the Pittsburgh Steelers play football. So that was fun kind of walking around seeing that. Uh, you've got the the, the staircase over in, in uh, what is that, left field. That, that It was fun to walk around. It's a smaller ballpark. 38,000 people is what it sees, give or take, at, at least at the time that I went there. Um but I got to see the Pirates take on the Brewers. Francisco Liriano threw seven scoreless innings for the Pirates that day against the Milwaukee Brewers. Got to see a home run. 
Uh, you've, you've got the Clemente Wall that adds a lot of character to that park. Uh, I think whenever you have a, a, a place in your stadium named after somebody like Roberto Clemente or even a, a space like that that you can commemorate to, uh, you, you, you got a positive thing. And that's that's a story. Um, you it, it, it's, it's commemorating one of the game's greatest talents, uh, both on the field and one of the game's greatest people off the field. So that adds a ton of character to PNC Park. And at their height, you know, in 2000, circa 2012, 2015, you know, in that range, PNC Park got loud. You did not want to play there. I remember, um, you know, 2013 when the Cardinals played the Pirates in the National League Division Series, um, Chris Carpenter was talking to Michael Waka in Game 3. Michael Waka was starting Game 4 and said, hey, you're going to pitch in this tomorrow. Use that energy and use it to pitch well, something to that effect. I would say I'm paraphrasing. Uh, Michael Walker went out there and threw seven innings of no-hit baseball before giving up a solo home run to Pedro Alvarez, but Matt Holliday's home run that day stuck, and the Cardinals went on to win that series. But when PNC Park is rocking and a rolling, and when the Pirates are good, at least at that time, it was not a fun place to play, especially when it was cold. The Pirates have some history. Um, PNC Park is a part of that history. And Again, I think that PNC Park is is an underrated stadium because of who plays there, just to be frank. Uh, the Pirates are not necessarily a large market team. They have not been successful for, for quite some time now. And I think that is part of the reason why PNC Park doesn't get as much love. Um, and it, it's it's unfortunate that that is the case. Uh, but that is the case. And I think that um, it should get more love because PNC Park is a for my money, a gorgeous stadium um, and one that deserves some more love and attention. Um, so that's four of the five ballparks, and I, I had good experiences at, at every single one I went to. Uh, so the one remaining is Miller Park, so we'll talk about Miller Park coming up here in just a moment. But I want to hear your thoughts as well. So if you have any thoughts on the other Major League Baseball parks, um, including Bush Stadium, be sure to leave a comment. Uh, but we'll talk about Miller Park and wrap up this portion of the stadium review coming up here in just a moment take a quick beat on youtube and take a pause for some ads here on your favorite podcasting platforms from our wonderful sponsors Uh, so stay tuned for some more baseball talk miller park i think for me when the brewers are good it's a tough place to play i acknowledge that but for me, out of the five NL Central ballparks, it's my least favorite. Um, um, I, I just remember it being right off the interstate. And I recognize that St. Louis, the Bush Stadium is also, for the most part, right off the interstate. Uh, but from, from my memory of it, and when I went there um, to 2015, I believe, um, it, was a, it was a surprise visit. I woke up one day, and the Cardinals were playing, the Brewers, and my mom said, hey, Thomas and Lucas, the twin brother, and I said, hey, what are you doing today? And we said, nothing. Um we didn't have anything planned, and she said, all right, let's go to Miller Park and watch Cardinals play the Brewers. Uh, checking off another ballpark on our bucket list. Because even at that time, my goal was to make every single stadium one day. Um, so that was just checking something off. Um, so it was a surprise visit. Super fun. That, that part was extremely exciting. Um, and, and there is some, some certain intrigue to Miller Park. Or, uh, it's not even Miller Park anymore. Um, I, forget, I forget what even it's called. I'll look that up here. I don't want to miss... Um, misstate anymore, um, but um, 
American Family Field, excuse me, American Family Field. At the time that I went, it was called Miller Park. Uh, American Family Field now got the retractable roof. You've got the, the home run slide. You've got the great Bobby Euchre calling games there. Um, I love Bob Euchre, great commentator, hilarious storyteller as well. Um, but but for me, I don't know. Miller Park just didn't really do much for me. Um, you've you got the, the tailgating atmosphere outside that, that, is, a, that is unique to Miller Park. Uh, uh, Kauffman Stadium also has a little bit of that, more so with the Chiefs being right across the way. But yeah, for me, American Family Field, excuse me, again, just didn't do a whole lot for me. It's just a ballpark to me. Uh, I don't think it's too visually appealing from my perspective. So from from my perspective, and not that it's just some terrible garbage stadium, but for my perspective, not for my money, but for my opinion, it's the least visually appealing ballpark in the National League Central. Uh, yes, I would put um, Great American Ballpark above it. And again, maybe that could do just because I like red more than navy blue. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I just think Great American Ballpark is a visually better, is visually a better stadium for me than American Family Field. Um, I, I, it just didn't do a whole lot for me. I had a great experience there. The Cardinals beat the Brewers 3 nothing. Matt Carpenter drove in a couple runs. Jaime Garcia pitched phenomenally that day. I remember sitting right next to a Mets fan, which was weird why he was there. I'll, I, I might never know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, but it was it was a fun experience being being there. And it was a fun experience. Um, yeah, it was just a fun experience because of the surprise factor of it and everything of that nature. Um, so th- that that's kind of the breakdown of what we're going to start with on this series. Uh, tomorrow's episode will not fully be about this. So it'll be a portion of it. So tomorrow's episode will not be entirely about Major League Baseball ballparks. Uh, but th- that's what I've got so far um, on my breakdown for the ballpark. Started with the National League Central. It's ones that you know you guys are most likely to be familiar with. It's ones that I'm most familiar with. I've spent most of my time at St. Louis, then Bush, or I'm sorry, St. Louis, then Chicago, um, and again the rest of the National League Central as well. A couple different times at each park. So um, that, that's what I've got. Let me know what your thoughts are on the stadium reviews that I mentioned today, and uh, let me know what stadiums you have been to and your thoughts on those stadiums. Um, so uh, hope you enjoyed today's episode. And again, if you haven't listened to the one released earlier this morning, be sure to head back to that episode talking about the Hall of Fame ballot. Uh, particularly my Hall of Fame ballot. And be sure to tune back in tomorrow for some more stadium and baseball talk here on Locked on Cardinals. So until I talk to you guys the next time, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic rest of your day.